Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to this week's episode of Married with Movies. I'm one of your hosts, Samantha Mullet. Sitting next to me on the couch is your other host, my beautiful husband, Chris Mullet. You really nominated Ready Player One and Jupiter Ascending. Yeah. Why not? Try to keep it interesting. I mean, I guess I did buy them, so. It's true. It's your fault, actually. So it all comes back to you being an asshole to yourself. I'm also just a good husband that I know you like those two movies. I've never seen one of them. Well, but I knew you wanted to see it. Sure. That doesn't mean it's not but a terrible movie. I read reviews and know what... Yeah. Uh-huh. Very true. Very true. I just was looking at the upcoming schedule and I was just like, God, everything we have going on, I'm so stressed. I don't have to watch... Sit down and watch Ready Player One. I can't find three hours to watch the fucking Batman still, but I'm going to have to dedicate two and a half hours to fucking watching The Revenant and watching fucking Ready Player One. I did enjoy the book, Ready Player One. Well, we'll we'll tackle that then. I I didn't have anything else to open with, so I was just looking down. And so I you was just like, weren't prepared. So well, so it was either that your or your default going over. is just shitting on me. Oh, that's always my default. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's my default in life. Is when in doubt, shit on my wife. Default in life, shit on my wife. Sounds like a bad T-shirt that's sold out of a right-wing store in Key West. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it is a day. It's a July 7th, I think. <laughs> shit like that. It's uh, June. That's a July? You did. I'm just hoping it's July. So I mean, all this is fucking done it, with, over it's, with. It's Tuesday, June 7th. Maybe a meteor will hit. That'll be nice. Um, it'll probably be right as soon as I step into my new house. And I'm like, oh, look. There's so much work to do, but at least I have this new house. And then a meteor is going to hit me. It's June 7th, 2022. I almost said 2021. <laughs> if you're new here, uh, I blabber. Yeah, it's what you do best. And sometimes you say some words. And I can string a, a, a sentence or two together. <laughs> I did the, the. Um, and then we, uh, we t- somewhere in the middle of all that uh, garbage, talk about a movie from a massive movie collection that I own. That's currently we, in boxes. We, we, we own, own it. it. It's, it's I have to ours. figure out where it's all going in my new house, along with everything else. I don't know where it's going in my new house. Um, but I need to make sure how the new house closes. And we need to get yeah, paint let's in get it. We need to get floors in it. And I'm starting a new job. And I have a lot of gray in my hair and my beard. And I think I know why. Nah, man, it's been like that for a while. Yeah, it's been like that. Years, yeah. yep, 15 years, <laughs> yeah. 15 years. Everybody knew you were going to say that because that's how long we've been together. You're so original. I'm going to write a senior citizen uh, BDSM book series called 15 Years of Grey. <laughs> just they got into it when they were older. <laughs> I bet it's already been done. I'm sure it has. Or it's the flip side of it, and somebody's writing some nasty-ass fucking pedophilia fucking... You, you had to go there? 
Yeah, I mean, the name. I have to address it. Because they're hearing it right now, and they're like, he should have said that joke. And then I didn't, and then I'm not as funny of a person. And I just can't have that happen. You just blew your whole load just now. What's wrong with you? I'm tired. You no, oh. no. And I'm trying to, I don't want to fucking talk about this fucking movie. I, Why? Because <laughs> I feel like I've talked, like, we just saw this in theaters. This is probably the quickest turnaround of a movie we've seen in Thank theaters. Thank you, COVID. To doing it. Thanks. No, thanks our daughter for having marginal taste at the moment. But also, you can blame yourself. You know why? Because someone fucking bought it with a fucking inflatable guitar and a dipshit microphone, like the three other microphones she has. Yeah, but you had to get that one, right? No, I asked you. I was like, hey, this is out. You're like, oh, I wish. I was like, we could just do the number one. You're like, yeah, but this one has a guitar. No, 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 nope. Shit, I just ripped this phone out of the wall. It was charging. Great, there's a fucking hole in my wall now. Great. I need that patched. No, uh, no, I'm 100% positive that I don't even know what to look for. I'm so frazzled now. Uh, I know I texted you mm-hmm. the picture in the store, and I was like, should I get this? It's the only one I see. And you're like, yeah, of course, get it. So it's your fault. It's Not you. My fault. We're getting ahead of ourselves. This is not plugged in. This is about to die. What are you doing? This is it's 5% battery left. What are you doing? I plugged it in. It's charging. No, it's not. It was charging. God. Everything Look, it is charging. Chris, that means it's charging. So why did this pop up? I don't know, but that means it's charging, the little thing. See? Okay, it's so not plug there, it in again. But it's losing battery. That's not a good sign. Well, let, let, let's keep this tight. You got 4% battery. Let's keep it tight. This sucks. <laughs> this is bad. This is uh, 397 episodes in, and we are still a fine show. <laughs> That's, I think, the meanest thing you've ever said. To your face. Um, oh, yeah, that was unspoken. As I mentioned, we still haven't watched a movie. As of late, I'm dying to go see... Everyone I know has seen Top Gun Maverick except me, which is great. I haven't seen it. I don't care. Uh, um, we did manage uh, yesterday to binge watch the first three episodes of season three of The Boys. Because there's some things I just don't want to be behind on. That is one. Stranger Things is another. Oh, fuck. I haven't watched Barry yet. I need to watch Barry before I go to sleep. It's the... Next to last episode for the fucking finale already. It's been eight weeks. How has it been eight weeks of my life already spent watching Barry? Like, there was eight weeks, of my, eight, eight weeks of my life watching Atlanta. And soon to be another five to seven weeks of watching The Boys. And next thing I know, I'll be in a grave. Um, we could only be so lucky. But, yeah, The Boys was wild. Wild, as, wild. As always. Uh, love it. It's great. Um, want more of it. And I'll get more of it. I think we said Fridays. I think it comes out Fridays. I'm not exactly sure. That's when the new ones hit, so that should be when these, uh, well, then when the first three, I should say, hit. So, um, yeah, if, if it's your kind of thing, it's your kind of thing. But it's not a lot of people's kind of thing, that's for sure. It's not a lot that makes me uneasy, <laughs> and this made me uneasy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like the first scene of the, of the new season. It made me like, uneasy. Oh, God. Um, and when you see it, you'll know about it. No, it's, it's increasing. The number's increasing, so it's fine. You just did something to fuck it up. I did. You were 
touched it. Uh, anything else before we get into this fucking movie and maybe get out of here a little quickly? No. Why do you have to be so negative? Because it's Sing 2. You know, like, when we first saw Sing 1 back in, like, 20 fucking whatever, 16, 17, I didn't think that so much of my life would be predicated around this fucking franchise. Yeah. I didn't think it was going to be a franchise. I didn't realize, oh, you know what they can do? Just have these animated animals... Just say, sing different songs. Yeah. While I tell the same fucking story. Absolutely. And that's what dream we've done big here dreams. for Sing 2. Dream, dream Big Dreams, baby. It's the best animated feature this year, says Dave Morales, Fox TV Houston. This was not nominated for an Academy Award for Best Animated Feature. Let's point that out. So don't listen to Dave Morales for movie reviews. All your favorite singing, dancing all-stars from Illumination Sing return into the definitive feel-good event of the year. The ever-optimistic koala Buster Moon and his cast have big dreams of staging their most dazzling show yet in the glittering entertainment capital of the world, world yes. Red Shore City. There's just one hitch. They must persuade the world's most reclusive rock star, Clay Calloway, to join them. Almost like Cab Calloway. Which would have been accurate. Rosita, Ash, Johnny, Mina, and Gunter return with all new characters, spectacular hit songs, and electrifying performances in Sing 2, a comedy about the emotional hearing... Fuck! Healing power of music! Got two from... Yes! I almost spiked the shit out of this. Oh, she would have been so mad at you. I'm down one, right? Uh, let me, let me just... Oh no, you had like nine for Parasite. No, I didn't. I only had two for Parasite. We are tied. We're tied again. Back up. Tied back uh, up, 18 to 18. Stupid fucking movie. So, wanna. I don't think this podcast exists anywhere now, but the first movie podcast I ever listened to was called Seen Unseen, back when podcasts were just starting mm-hmm. in the late 2000s. And that podcast really. What's the word I'm looking for? Really spoke to me in one of the first episodes I listened to. Um, they would One person would go see the movie that was new, the other person wouldn't, they would just talk about it. And then based on that movie, they would have like a recommendation for the week. And one was like talking animal movies. I forget what movie it was that was coming out back then. Zootopia? No, it was way before Zootopia. This is like like almost ten years probably before Zootopia. Mm. Um, Dr. Doolittle? No. This is why you don't do that box office game because you're bad at movies. And oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, and the one guy just, like, hated it and just went on this big, hilarious, epic rant about it. And I think it was one of the Madagascars, I think is what it was. Oh, yeah. That's, and he's like, that's... bullshit talking animal movies. And I never realized it until this. Now, let me be clear. Uh, this movie brings my daughter so much fucking joy. She knows so much... Classic and classic. and current music mm-hmm. because of these movies, and I can appreciate that fact. Yes, I'm very happy about that. And despite my my anger and my perspective of this movie, it's strictly based on being a parent. If I were to take that hat off and just be a movie reviewer, and what you'll tell by the time we're done here, score wise, this is perfectly fine. It's not. I don't think this is any worse than the first movie. I don't think it's any better than the first movie. I just think it's essentially the same fucking movie with different songs and some different characters. Am I wrong? Yes. 
How am I wrong? Tell me how I'm wrong. Because this is Sing 2. It's the sequel. That's literally what you're going to fucking... The first one is called... It was Sing 1. And they performed in their hometown rather than in Red Shore City. You suck at this. And there's different characters, completely different premise. But what is it trying to tell us? Dream big dreams. Isn't that not what the first one told us? Yeah, but it could tell you to dream big dreams in a different way. Are you seriously getting mad that an animated movie is formulaic when Avatar, one of the highest grossing movies of all time, took their story from Fern Gully? You really going to get mad at that? Yes, I am. Because you know how much money this makes? Not as much as Avatar. No, but... <sighs> am I wrong, though? No, you're not wrong. Okay, exactly. I'm not wrong. You're not wrong. I know. But also, you know how much money it costs to do that? Call Tope up, ask him how much all these songs cost. It just it's not feels cheap. like... It's not cheap. I think my biggest problem with animation franchises is, even for the good ones, I don't know what it is, but the, like, the diminishing returns just stick out to me so much more. Like, even, like, The Incredibles, right? Incredibles is one of my favorite animated movies ever. Incredibles mm-hmm. 2, a good movie. Sure. But for the weight that we had and what we were provided, was just better off just not having done it, right? I can't think, besides Toy Story, of any animated franchise that I think of the sequel and be like, yes, put that on, as opposed well, to the original one. You as a person, but it, that, just, that doesn't mean that they're, they're just cash grabs. Okay, but that doesn't mean that they're not successful. This is gonna be what, like the Minions movie is gonna be like what the sixth one in that in that franchise. Fifth, I think. Yeah. Fifth or sixth, okay. But they're not arguably good movies, but they have a story about love and family and acceptance. That's the that's the basis of the story, whatever iteration is being told five different times, whether Gru's grown up or kid or whatever. It's the same thing. You don't necessarily have to have an original story, but it's about getting the character development. I think that this movie focused on some of the different characters. Yes, you still have Buster Moon as like the main protagonist, but you've got a lot more of like Mina and her story. You got a lot more of you know, Johnny, Mike, dead. Like, it, it was a lot different <laughs> than... Mike, yes. Like, like, you had some unexplainable absences, but then you got, like, more of, like, a glimpse of, like, the Buster Nana Noodleman No, you did She's in, like, one scene. I liked, I like her scenes, um, but I love Jennifer Saunders, like, so that's probably why. Again, let, but, let, me, let me be clear here. There are still things about this movie that I like and I enjoy, and my score is going to reflect because I love my daughter. Uh, I think, just like the first movie, the the things that are formulaic and repetitive that are evergreen work here. So, like, the auditions. The auditions are hilarious. Always. And, and, and like, you kind of have to have that in a movie of like Of course. This. Like, a, a movie about a, a, a pitch show Pitch Perfect, you have it. Yes. You have to. Um, the final show Beautiful. is fantastic. And everyone overcoming... Their obstacles. Whatever bullshit obstacles I don't care about. The way that they are... You're an asshole. No, I just... 
Because you just were going over the characters, and like, oh, you get this different perspective. I'm like, not really. In the first one, Johnny was nervous because he didn't know how to perform. And no, he, well... He, Let he, me fucking finish and figure out my fucking words. You Thank should probably you. finish out your figure out your words before you start. Talking. I have to talk a lot because you don't, um, and also that's why the house is so hot because your mouth just takes up all the condensation and air. Um, that doesn't make any sense. It does to me. Johnny's nervous about like how can he be a performer when his f- family wants to do like this that the other. And this one he's nervous because he's got somebody like you know giving him pressure and breathing out his neck to do something he's not comfortable doing. Like, that's, that's, that's scrambled eggs and a fried egg. You're still eating fucking eggs. Um, for the first one, Mina is, is nervous to sing in public and can't find her voice. In this one, she can't find her voice and she's nervous about talking to a boy. That's, ap- that's apples and oranges. Um, I'm trying to keep up with how many bad idioms I can come up mm. with here. Uh, Just keep talking. I'm sorry, I thought you said a bad idiot. I'm so sorry. You said an idiom. An idiom, yes. Mm. yes. You're the idiot for mishearing me. No, no, no. That was purposeful. I hope you know. No. Um, mm. So, like, that, that, that's not different to me. But how they make it crescendo in pairing good songs. I think this movie does a good job of picking good songs in between the, the YouTube ones. <laughs> I think that's my other problem is this is just one big ass YouTube commercial. It's all it is. And I like you too. I, I used to I I, I I liked you too until they forced me to listen to their album by putting it on the Apple iPod. I liked you too for like two years in high school when I was like, I'm gonna start listening to the music. And I was like, Oh, you two's pretty cool. I like you too. I like the songs in this movie. And I like I felt like when Bono was singing, he wasn't Bono. When he was singing the songs for this movie. When he's talking, it's a different story. Yeah, when he's talking, When he's, he's growling as a Bono. fucking lion. Bono, Bono. But, um, like, you know, he's a personality. And when he's on stage singing and performing, he's that personality. But I don't think that came across when he was singing in, in this movie. He, didn't, so, he probably, I don't think he re-sang the songs. They just used the original audio of him singing. I still haven't found what I'm looking for. He didn't re-sing that song. Why would he I re-sing mean, that I feel song? I like he did. Why would he re-sing that to song? harmonize it differently. No. With, they, with they, they played with that song Scarlett with Scarlett Johansson, Johansson, and she had to fucking figure it out. I promise you. I don't you, think that's right. I guarantee you. Show me a fucking clip, because we watched the bloopers, which was three minutes of just people pretending to have fun in a studio together, and... It's him reading and growling. They didn't show any clips of him fucking singing. He sang the bullshit song he wrote to try to get an, another fucking Oscar, because I think he has one somehow. Does Bono have an uh, Alexa, does Bono have an Oscar? It's going to piss me off. Bono has not won any Oscars, but he was nominated for two, including Best Original Song. Thank you. What else would he be nominated for? Best fucking costume design. Um, so that, that's my problem. Uh, most of the new characters are big skips for me. I wasn't a big fan of any of the new characters. Because who are the new characters? You have Nushi. Who the fuck is Nushi? <laughs> the cat. The cat that, that Oh, Leticia Wright is the voice of Johnny to Johnny. dance. Gotcha. Um, Mr. Crystal. 
the 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 villain. The villain. Ate him. And and his little goonies and Suki the dog. Suki voiced, voiced by, by Chelsea Peretti. Uh, his little, the little dude voiced by an uncredited Spike Jones. Yeah, for and whatever then, um, reason. Portia. Voiced, voiced by, by Halsey, Halsey, who's actually my who, favorite probably of all great. of them. I, I think she's really good. I yeah. think she's great. Just like I liked when she hosted SNL a couple years ago. I think she's I think she's funny and I she's think great. she's great and she and she's, she's a good singer. Uber obviously. talented. Yeah. yeah, very talented. She's probably my favorite of all of them. Uh, yeah, I, I, I would think so. Oh, and then uh, uh, Bison Dickhead, whatever his fucking name is. <laughs> oh, the uh, I'm ruining all the awards. Key. Or Peel? No, that's Eric Andre. Eric Andre? You can't tell. That's just Eric Andre being Eric Andre with more hair and horns. <laughs> that's all it is. He's on my OVP list because I'm like, that's just Eric Andre. They could have very easily gotten Adam Divine. Like, just get a... Like, if that character is just like, get me a comedian to just read as himself for two days and I can pay him a hundred grand, you could have gotten anybody. You could have gotten Adam Divine. You could have probably gotten Keegan-Michael Key. They got Eric Andre. Um... Yeah, they all just were like, okay, I don't, they, you know, I, I'm not invested in any of you, and I'm, I'm still not invested in any of the other ones, so wh- what am I doing here? I mean, I, I, I dug it. I like it. I love Do you the like music. it more than the first one? Mm, that's tough. That's tough, because I, I liked the first one a lot, and a lot of that does stem from Jillian, but I also think it's a great movie. Um... Some of my favorite parts of the first one were missing from this one. So I don't think I like it as... What would that be? The re- like, the relationship between Johnny and his dad. I mean, that's that's but, my favorite part of the first one as well. I, yeah. mean, I like I, I do I like, like how this gets paid off here and that they're... By the way, what's, what passage of time has happened here where they were, like, serial bank robbers and now they've already... And he escaped <laughs> in the first one. Literally did massive property damage and caused a citywide... Man, Man, gorilla hunt. <laughs> and all of a sudden, he's on probation and has a functional job. Well, no, that's, that's their community service. Oh, he's not even getting paid for it. Man, um, yeah, I want to live in the same world where there's nothing but animals because they have defunded the police. <laughs> yeah, because... Judy Rabbit from Zootopia is leading everything, or whatever her name is. I want to live in the all-animal multiverse where all these fucking things happen yeah. in, in themselves. Uh, so so she said, so that that's in the first one. We don't have it in this, but we have it in a different way. So yeah, it's in not a different bad. way. Um, I, I did miss Mike in I this. I did miss Mike. Which, by the way, he's just dead. He's just oh, in a absolutely. gutter somewhere. That those, bear got him. Those bears skinned him alive. They got him. Yeah. Um, the girl, too. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, girlfriend. They um, <laughs> you have to add that line in there. Um, so, so I missed some of that, but I, I thought that the music choices were great. I liked them just as much. Um, so when we saw this in theaters, we saw this on Christmas or for her birthday. We saw it uh, Christmas time. Christmas time. Uh, we went to go see it because it came out at Grunk. I couldn't remember when it came out. Mm-hmm. Um, which is like a family tradition to go see a movie on Christmas or around Christmas, and. I was not looking forward to it because of how much I had just started to see the first one. Because the first one we saw in theater, you wanted to see the first one in theaters. We went and saw it, and I was like, I don't ever have to see that ever again. And then, and then and we then, did. And then I bought it for cheap at Walmart. So like I was gathering any kids' movies for Jillian. I made her pick one one day. She watched it, and now she's probably watched it. Literally, she probably watched it like 50 times, right? Oh, absolutely. And this she's probably already watched like 10, Absolutely, 15. absolutely. And... 
you also were not looking forward to because you had to sit in between Jillian and your mom mother, yeah. at the at yeah. when we went and to And she's probably whispering theaters. over like what happened in the first one. It's like shut the fuck up and watch this singing talking animal movie. Where are their parents? <laughs> <laughs> God. I'm so, so funny. No, you're not. You're just quoting my mother's funny by being adult. Um, <laughs> she's just gonna get bored one day and listen and not realize that we just shit all over on this podcast. Now I'll have to convince her that it's a that's a bit. Um, <laughs> uh, so the movie starts and I'm like, this is gonna be an hour and forty minutes of agony. And they play my favorite Prince song, Right Away, Let's Go Crazy. And I'm like, oh no, they're going to ruin Let's Go Crazy for me. But I- Prince was so protective of his everything for his entire life. He wouldn't let Weird Al ever do a parody of any of his songs, no matter how many times Weird Al asked. He would uh, be very particular of the Kevin Smith story of using his music in other movies. And he... F- fucking dies and the next thing you know Nick Kroll as a pig is going let's go crazy yeah (laughs) and I'm like fucking stab me in the goddamn head on the flip side now I can play Prince's let's go crazy in the car with my daughter and sing along the original version because I we, just we insist like to on it. We like Jillian to the, the real original ones. artist. So we do a combination. Well, because in this one, in this movie, like, they don't do the whole song. They do do, like, the all gonna die and they make it a funny thing with the performance. But they don't talk about, about your shrink in Beverly Hills and, you know, all the other stuff. Um, so yeah, it's, so, it's, a, it's an edited version. But we to, like, the, the, the original versions of the song so she can hear and she knows, like, who sung the songs originally. I think yes. we, music's an important part of our lives. I don't want her to be that kid that, like, when she's 15, she's like, oh, it's that song from Sing. And I was like, that's fucking Prince. Right. I don't want her to turn into a friend of the show, Osmond, his girlfriend he was dating in college, who uh, once called Woody Allen that guy from Ants. I want to avoid Jillian being that sort of idiot. Um, they're not together anymore. It's fine. Uh, so, yeah. I say that as I did not know <laughs> that Ash's song, Heads Will Roll, is an actual yeah, yeah, yeah song. So yeah, she so sings fuck it. You. She sings it, and then we bought her the Ash toy that she barely plays with, like all of her fucking toys. Um, and so I would hear all the time, it's the song the toys sing. But like, it's kind of like a bop it as well. So it's like, and just incessant when she was playing with it right after she got it for Christmas. So I'm watching TV, and some like fucking stupid ass Razor commercial comes on. No, car commercial. Car commercial or something. And I hear it, and I'm like, Oh, that's a real fucking song? Son of a bitch. So this is how this movie fucking gets you. This is yeah, how this the fucking original gets you. Song, the original song was... Um, Heads Will Roll by the Yeah, Yeah, Yes. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I meant the the, the first movie had um, set it all free. It was like the song written for the movie. Right. This one... I think that's why I got confused because... So her character is devolving. She's writing her own music... And, then and she breaks out on her own, and now she's getting hassled or haggled for less pay at a bar that she performs you go, girl, at. Though know your worth, but but the but the song that was written for this movie is um, Bono did it. Yeah, Bono did it. Yeah, because he wanted to get a fucking Oscar, and he still right. doesn't have one because he ran up against uh, fucking Billie Eilish. Uh, this is how this movie gets you though. Like I was trying to say, like I I have all these big elaborate, obnoxious complaints 
and then I turn around and do the exact same thing that I'm complaining about, or the movie does do something to redeem it. That's how it fucking gets you. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing makes me feel older than current music. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, like, watching this and hearing, like, so these are all, like, hits, right? Like, like all like none of these like none of these are like deep cut album tracks probably right like these are all singles sure. that have like been at the top of the charts right yeah yeah I would say so so I had no fucking idea what yeah. this cake on the ocean song was never heard it before in my entire life yeah, until I've this heard it. nope I've nope. heard that song before nope I'm trying to think of the other ones uh, I think you most used to call me on my cell well obviously like like there's certain things that like transcend and cross over into like beyond like current young pop culture, like, you know, Hotline Bling was like a meme. Um, but besides that, I think all the rest of the auditions I knew everything for, except I, I didn't know what that Billie Eilish song was. I just knew it was a Billie Eilish song because it's creepy and squeaky. What do you want from me? What do you want from me? Um, yeah, I think I know the rest of it. And then all the other songs are either U2 songs or what, what are the other songs? Could have been me, which is a song I knew because again that was a that was a, a big enough hit. Now, so they use it on a wrestling thing, so that's how I knew that song. Of course. Um, no, and then um, then you have a uh, sky full of stars. That's the Coldplay song, right? No, that's Ed Sheeran, Sam Smith. All it's some white ass dude, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, and then you've got um, the song that Rosita sings. Um, this is the part when when she jumps off the thing. That song. What song? I Did don't. That it's a song of her before. I don't remember the name of it. And then what do? And then Mina and. Oh yeah, they sing. They sing. Um, when I wake up, before I put on my makeup. Yeah, they yeah, sing yeah, a little sing, yeah, yeah. That, that's an old song. Um, I could just pull up the fucking soundtrack. Yeah, that's what I'm doing right out. now. I'm like, I don't know why you're asking me all the names of the songs. Because uh, you pay attention to these things. I know the, how they go, rather. I don't always know the names of them. Um, but it makes me feel old. Like, yeah. At, oh, yeah, Can't Feel My Face. Oh, okay. You, do you know that one? Yeah, I know that one. Can't yeah. Feel My Face when I'm with you, okay. Um, that's earlier. That's not, like, the actual final show. Oh, yeah, no. And then, uh... There's nothing holding me back. So I can remember we can't get out of Sky Full of Stars. Say a little prayer. Break free. That's the one. That's what it is. Um, mm-hmm. Um, like, I just know they're going to come up with this movie, like, every five years. Like, it, it, it's the easiest thing. Because I, I want this on the record, on this podcast, right now. And I even want you to look this up afterwards. They're gonna, there's going to be a Sing 3, and I promise you, it's going to be just like the Pitch Perfect series. It will now be like an international like, singing show or competition. They'll do fucking Eurovision. They'll do like the animal Eurovision. Animal Vision? Sure. Can't they just remake Animal Olympics? You ever see Animal Olympics? No. God, I watched that What thing. is that? It was an animated... You're making it up. No, I, I think I actually added... I'm going to force you to watch before you go to bed. No, you're not. I think it's on Amazon Prime... But it came out in the 80s, like the early 80s. And it was a... There's no other way to describe it. It was a... Oh, this is from 1928. This is not right. Uh, 
I gotta find this. It was an animated thing that just like had animals competing in the Olympics. And Billy Crystal did his Howard Cosell impression, and I watched it all the fucking time. Um, and it was great. Animal Olympics. Here it is. Animal Olympics came out in 1980. Good Lord. Mm. The 1980 animated film uh, originally commissioned as two separate specials. It spoofs the Summer Winter Games and features the voice of Gilda Radner, Harry Shearer, Billy Crystal, and others. And it was awesome. It was great. And I don't think... Ooh, it's got remastered for a Blu-ray. I'm going to buy this and force Jillian to watch this. Oh, great. It used to be on HBO and Disney Channel all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. You've never seen this before? Does this look familiar to you at all? Absolutely not. God, you had such a bad childhood. Um, <laughs> like, this isn't a new concept. Like, this no, has been happening forever. Yeah. It's just, I don't know what it is that when you get older... You just You're get... more cynical. That's exactly what it is. You're an asshole. I've said it several times this episode. Do you think I'm wrong about what Sing 3 will be? I think that the underlying story of Sing 3 will be Dream Big Dreams. Underlying story. It will. It's Dream Big Dream. With the first Sing film released in 2016, the sequel was not announced until a year later. So Sing 3 could be announced in 2023. Uh, great. So, so happy. Yeah. But look, it's a feel-good movie. It's a great family movie. I love the music. Um, I like the version that, that they've done. Like, I like, you know, Halsey's version of It Could Have Been Me and all of that. So, um... You know, I think it's great. I I do appreciate the story. I think it's different enough because of the characters that they introduce. There's, you know, you still have, like, the threat of the show not, not getting put on and all that, but there's not a lot that you can do in the parameters of this world, if you will. And yes, Buster I, Moon is a terrible koala. He's not a terrible koala. He just always you, digs himself into a fucking hole. He dreams big and dreams, then looks, and he doesn't want stop anyone. Stop saying, I'm going to strangle it's you. It's true, he dreams big dreams. He doesn't want anyone to stand in his way. But the problem with dreamers is sometimes the practicality isn't there, and they don't always see, like, the four sides of the wall, and so they float outside of the box or whatever, you know? So it, it sometimes is detrimental, but... It doesn't mean you should stop dreaming big dreams. You just have to make sure you're partnered with somebody who can handle that practicality and make sure that uh, that doesn't continue to happen and you don't continue to get yourself into this uh, situation that you can't get out of. You know, you don't get stuck in a moment that you can't get out of. Don't throw it at me! (laughs) Ow, that hurt. Oops. Let's get into performances, because there's a lot of them to get into. MVP and LVP, where do you want to start? Yo! Woman! Um, hey! Wake up! I'm awake, I'm, I'm reading, I'm just making sure that we touched on all of... Oh, we got all the nuances wanted, of Sing 2. I wanted to talk about... I really did like, like, the... I, I did like some of the growth of some of the characters from the first movie to the second movie. Mm-hmm. Um, specifically, like... Norman. Who the fuck is Norman? Rosita's husband. 
And he doesn't dad, do anything. And the dad of all the piglets. He doesn't do anything. Really, it's the piglets. I really like, like they. You're a child. Embrace, and I love the scene where they're let loose to distract the security. Uh-huh. I thought that was so much fun. Yeah, I did fun. I would have loved to have done that. I agree with the little piggy who was swimming in the chocolate fountains. Best day ever. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really cute. Are these your notes? This is what. Um, you, this is the, these are your great in-depth I, film analysis notes you took on this movie. I want to be the pig in the fondue chocolate fountain. I don't. You want to be in the the no. pig in the fondue chocolate it's hot. fountain? It's gonna burn my skin. It sounds like a miserable time. I don't know who's already dipped their fa- fucking nasty ass fingers in that fondue. I don't care if I'm a pig or not. I don't want to be a pig. I hate everything. <laughs> I also really like the scene where Crawley's put in charge of everything. So my MVP for this movie is is Garth Jennings as Mrs. Crowley. I thought he yeah. is hilarious. Hilarious! I love that scene. I love like the reaction when attacked by by Clay Calloway and. So he's funny as her in the first movie, but I feel like it's much more so in the background. In this, I think they realize that she is their actual funniest character. And so we saw this trailer, I don't know how many fucking times, but I always kind of got a giggle off of a fucking fucking lizard driving recklessly in a sports car listening to fucking System of a Down. Yeah. Um, and then her reactions to everything. And then also, like, how they whip everybody in the shape and all their reactions... I, I, they were my favorite part of the movie. Yeah. So I, that would be my vote. Well. I, and also I do think, so I do like Garth Jennings as a filmmaker. He hasn't done much, but he's done the Sing movies. He did The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, which was an interesting adaptation. And then he also did Son of Rambo, which um, is the movie that kind of launched Will Poulter as well. So he definitely has this certain, like, you know, je ne sais quoi about him as being a famous English comedy duo um, in Hammer and Tongs, along with Nick Goldsmith, who was, I believe, also in this movie as a uh, as a voice actor. Um, he's, hold on, I'll find it in just a second. I lost my notes. Fuck, 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 fuck. You're nope. the worst. Shut up. He is voice cast. Oh, he's uh, he's the, the mean monkey. He's the, the training monkey. What the fuck's the guy? Klaus? No, no, he's not. No, he's no, not. Somebody that's else. Tim Messenger. Yes, sorry. Different comedy duo. T- Tim Messenger. From from Hot Fuzz. Yes, Adam Buxton, who is part of the comedy. I was getting my comedy duos mixed yeah. up with Joe Cornish. That's why I knew there was a comedy duo, and I got confused with my Wikipedias. Um, so I, I, I just like him. I, I think that the stuff that works in this movie is his kind of offbeat, weird humor when he does get to do it, but for the most part, you don't get a lot of it because yeah. it's studios worried about kids laughing and they gotta have farts and animals doing funny things. Sure. So, um, so that'd be my vote. My other vote, and this is kind of funny, because she won worst MVP in the uh, in the uh, Mullet Awards, because we've let Jillian, Jillian's not obviously here on the podcast. Um, we... we- she, cause she doesn't even know the name she, of it. She says, are you guys going to do a passport? <laughs> um, I, my other one was well, Scar- my Scarlett Johansson, because I think she's actually good in this one, as opposed to last time, and she handles a lot of the heavy lifting of the, um, like the emotional core yes. of the movie. I, yeah, I, I agree with that. I think she does a good job. I, I did like Klaus. Um, 
the monkey. I thought he was a great, a great, uh, a subsidiary villain. Uh, yeah, that's fine. I thought he was funny. I thought he added a lot to it. Um, yeah, I... But I would agree um, with Miss Crawley. Okay, so we're going to give it to Garth. But I also do think that Halsey did a great job. She'd be probably my number Portia. three. With um, Yeah, I... By I, being, like the, the, like, the bad actress. The bad actress, the dumb one, the mean one, but then everyone gets enamored with her and, yeah. like, you know... I like that that arc. I thought she did a really great job yeah. with they're, it. They're definitely my three favorites in the movie. Yeah, so so I really like that. Um, I still think Taron Edgerton, I think he's great. Underutilized in this movie. Uh, yeah, I, exactly. That's kind of why, like, the focus was more on Johnny in the first movie. Sure. And in this one, not not as they're much. Just, it's sequelitis. They have more exactly. characters. They spread it out. Right, exactly. Like, which is, which is fine. Yeah. Which is fine. Um, so we're going with Garth Jennings here? Yeah, I would okay. say Garth Jennings is, is a good pick here. Pen's turned back, okay. Garth Jennings, MVP of Sing 2. Uh, LVP, I have a list um, of, I have four. Wow. Uh, uh, I always will have Nick Kroll as Gunther. I hate that character. It, it drives me nuts. Um, the fact that also I want to point out I wrote very little notes for this movie, but this is a note I specifically wrote down. Gunther's suitcase has a picture of Gunther on it. Yeah, why not? That way he knows which one's his. I knew you were going to fucking but, say that. All right, fine. What? Fine, fine. I'm going to buy you a fucking suitcase for Christmas that has your big, stupid fucking face emblazoned on the front of it. Sure. Then I'll know which one's mine. No one will pick it up better, by accident. You better not put a fucking address tag on it then. Well, no, you have to in case it gets lost. No, you lost. don't. <laughs> no, no, no. That's in case it gets lost. That's in case it gets lost. That's different. You don't have to put an address tag so you know, oh, this nondescript black suitcase is mine. Like, I wouldn't have to do it for that. I would do it for the purpose of if it got lost, they'd be able to deliver it to me. Otherwise, how would they know where I live? Just, I... You have to be logical, sir. I also have Bono. Uh, I don't think he was that bad. I don't think he was that bad. His acting is bad. I don't think he was that bad. I think he kind of leaned in. He leaned into the character. They're like, listen... You're a lion. You're that's, a lion. That's all he did. But that's just a leaning. It's a lion. Whose <coughs> wife died. and His wife's alive. And you're sad. Got it. Exactly. I think he just leaned into whatever He's ultimately not my vote. So I have two other ones. <coughs> uh, I already mentioned Eric Andre, just because he's just Eric Andre. He is, yeah. It's, I, I like Eric Andre. I've actually really got into Eric Andre in the old Eric Andre show over the past year, and I thought his... Uh, his have. movie Bad Trip on Netflix was very, very funny with him and uh, Hannibal Burris. No, it wasn't Lil, uh, Hannibal Burris. It was Lil Rel. Hannibal Burris is on the Eric Andre show. But, like, that character is just ridiculous, and he gives it nothing besides just being Eric Andre. Uh, my other vote is Bobby Cannavale as Mr. Crystal. And I think from this movie I realized I just don't like you, Bobby you Cannavale in anything. Bobby Cannavale. What he, do you have against Bobby Cannavale? I just don't think he's a good actor. I, I like him in Ant-Man, and that's about it. Everything else I've ever seen him in, I either feel like he's overacting. His tone of voice just never matches the characters he's portraying. And in this, he's just... like He has this one line where like he's like, I'm going to throw you off the roof! Like, well, but he did. Yeah, I know, but like the way he says it, like, like he's n- always trying to be too intimidating in the wrong parts, or then like his tone he's of voice doesn't to be match Trump. up. 
it just it just the emphasis on the wrong not, words. That's exactly what it was. Does like. not work for me at all. Um, so either him or Eric Andre would be my main vote. I'm willing to hear any other arguments you have besides those four. If you had anybody else, um, n- no, I don't think I had any anyone else here. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I think I would go with um, Bobby Cannavale then because he just had so much more to do. Like Eric Andre had like two scenes, like the the audition scene, and then he's the pretty show. bad in both. Of them. Yeah, he's pretty terrible. In <laughs> he's both pretty of bad them. in both. Yeah, you're right. I think it's Eric Andre. I, I mean, no, it's Eric Andre. I, uh, I, I, I Bobby Cannavale was the first one I wrote down. But I don't think it was. I mean, I think he played the character, like like. He, I think, because of the animation, and I think because of some of the reactions. The character does have a certain bit of menace to it. Um, I don't attribute it to his performance at all, but I'm willing to forego it. Also, because I'm, and this should not count, but I'm remembering the two god-awful mini-movies we had to watch oh, that yeah. are on this DVD as well. Uh, for Guther's Eyes Only, where he gets hypnotized and becomes a fucking spy. And Animal Attraction, which is, uh, what's this character's name even? I had it open, hold on. Uh, Darius. <laughs> this this confirms he's the LVP. Eric Andre is Darius, an egocentric yak who yeah. is cast in the stage production opposite Mina and a romantic duo. Egocentric yak, Barry Windham. Uh, too many syllables. It's two words. It doesn't matter as long as it's two words. It plays. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Chimney, Barry Windham. Yeah, works. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, that that short was one of the worst fucking animated shorts I've ever seen in my entire life. Where he's like filming like, uh, like a what was it a, like a cologne commercial? Or something? Yeah, I think so. It's Eric Andre. Yeah, absolutely. You've convinced me. You convinced yourself it was. You hate Bobby Cannavale a little less today. Yeah. July seventh. Uh, going through some of the other, uh, I like Spike. July seventh, twenty twenty one. I like Spike Jones's Jerry. I just thought it was <laughs> Jonah Hill from looking at the character. That's horrible <laughs> to say. Uh, I'm never gonna say a bad thing about Peter Saranovitz, uh for as as Johnny's dad. He's fucking great. I wish he was in it more. Oh, absolutely. Leticia Wright. I just am convinced that Aquafina was triple booked for a studio work. That just felt like I honestly when the movie started. And I was like, man, Aquafina's doing a good job with that voice. And I was like, that's no way Aquafina. I just thought it was Aquafina. Yeah. Um, Chelsea Peretti, she'd probably be an LVP because she's just Chelsea Peretti. Yeah, but, I, I, don't, I didn't hate it, yeah. though. I didn't hate it at I all. I had no idea that Pharrell was Alfonso the Elephant. Yeah, Alfonso. So, the the, ice cream the, let me get this straight, though. I want to make sure this is clear. Uh, that character does not sing, right? No, he does. When does he sing? He sings... In the finale, because she imagines that Alfonso right, 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 okay. is Darius. I thought for a second they got Pharrell sings. just to be a voice actor. No, and it's like, what the fuck? Pharrell sings the the. I remember now. Okay. End song. All right, so Eric Andre is the LVP. Did you even watch this movie? To be perfectly honest, no. I was on my phone most of it. Because <laughs> I've seen it so many times Not already many just being in the me. room. Not as many as me. You always put in your fucking headphones and shit. Yeah, I'm smart. And then I've got to listen to it bath time. I want some music. Sing too. They even put Goodbye Yellowbrook Road on the soundtrack. That's And they didn't have Johnny sing it. That is a strike for me. Let's go crazy! Yeah! But, like, you can't have this character we built on, one, played by 
the person who does the biopic for Elton John, mm-hmm. one of our most illustrious singer-songwriters ever. Ever. And then feature Elton John's songs on the next movie and not have them be sung by this character. That's probably some weird kind of like contractual because you but, figure this the thing one came out before and this came out after it so maybe there was something or maybe Tara Insher was like look man I don't want to be typecast as just Elton John yeah but you did it, you, uh, he did it so well he's probably pissed off he didn't win the Oscar and he's like no I don't know I don't know I just know in four years time we're gonna have to be fucking doing Sing Three can probably come out in Thanksgiving I'll have it done by Valentine's Day. Or maybe it'll, oh, it'll be great if it just goes, well, this is Illumination, so that's Sony? It's universal. Universal. Illumination! Peacock. So maybe it'll just go straight to Peacock no. and I never have to buy it. Nope. Because Minion, the fifth movie in that universe is coming out in theaters. Yeah, but maybe... As well, no. Nope. Maybe theaters nope. will deteriorate to the point. Universal will release it in yeah, theaters. I'm going to grab you by the collar and give this to me. all of the merchandise. But, but she might be too old. She's not going to be too old. Fuck. I just cut off her ears so she doesn't like music anymore. <laughs> Especially because what does she want to be when she grows up right now? A singer. A singer, so yeah. She's going to be into it. Dream a dream. Uh, <laughs> Can't hold it against her, man. It's not her fault. It's your fault because you're a terrible fault. singer. I'm a terrible singer. Score it. It's your fault. You should have had stronger genes. What? I do. Did you see her eyelashes? I have very, very nice eyelashes I didn't need, as well. I didn't need mascara when I did plays. Okay, I don't need to wear mascara either. Cool, congratulations. But your other talents did She's not. me from the eyes up. She's you from the nose of the mouth down, which is the rest of her body. Okay. Of one day, because of how large yours are. <laughs> Score sing too, please. Don't get mad at me, because your musical talents did not get passed down to Jillian. That's your fault for not having better musical talents. And rhythm. I have rhythm. I know, but it wasn't she good enough. She has none of it. It wasn't good enough to, to pass down to her. She's also young. She hopefully, God, please learn. I haven't. I'm 35. It's true. Look, I like it. It's a feel-good movie. I like the soundtrack. I dig it. I love to dream big dreams. I identify with, with the message. Um... And it holds a special place in my heart because of how much Jillian loves it and it's something, you know, we watch together and and, and brings her so much joy. Um, I know I gave the other movie an eight and a half and... Um, did? I Good did. Lord. I liked it. I really liked it. And I like this not... I, and I know you asked me early in the show if I like it better than Sing One and I think it's a completely different movie so it's really hard to make that comparison... Um, that was sarcasm, by the way. But no, I think I'm going to give this movie an 8. I really do enjoy it. And I don't think Bonnet did such a bad job. I know you were, like, lamenting his involvement, but I think he did. I'm just lamenting it because it's a very sequel. But it's a sequel. Like, corporate thing is, like... Sure, and they should have never made Toy Story 4, so... I know. Like... (laughs) Despite everything I just said about this movie, about how it has no real artistic value... It does, though. And it's just... There's a koala in a tuxedo on the front of it. 
fuck am I at a half point to make? No. Matthew uh, McConaughey in a tuxedo. The same. We didn't mention McConaughey's performance at all, and I pushed her in for the first one. He's fine in this. He's, He's fine. I will be excited for Sing 3 when he actually sings and dances oh, and does a number, because I, I think that would be amazing. Well, because he, he's, he's fine singing Call Me Maybe, the little bit that he does in the first one. He's not oh, yeah. Bad, no, no, I'm not saying he's bad. I think it would be great. Um, skirting around the, 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 the score here. For the impact that it's had on Jillian and how she feels about it and the joy that she feels. Put a little more, put a little more joy in your voice when you say this. My score is gonna... <laughs> Gunther. Gunther. Uh, future Intercontinental Champion Gunther. Uh, I'm gonna give it a six and a half. Oh. So I have it just a shade below, I believe I gave the first one a seven. Um, I like the final performance. I like some of the songs that are in it. I, I think it does make me giggle sometimes. It has a decent energy. I'm giving it a six and a half. So that's what, a 7.25? Not that's mistaken? 8 plus 6.25. I believe it's a 7.25. 8 plus 6.5 divided by 2, 7.25. Okay. And this was our most recent wrap it up movie, so we don't have any going on at the moment. Thankfully. Until you buy something else. Well, I'm trying to avoid that now. Oh, so. good. Um, so this is in the books next week. I thought that was going to go right under there and we're not going to ever we'll find it again. We'll have it till we move out. Um, next week will be, we have to watch The Revenant at some point, uh, this weekend. We don't have time for that shit. Uh, so we'll have to figure that out. And then we have Drive, then we have It's a Wonderful Life, then we have Ready Player One. I gotta go make some egg salad, so. We're gonna make some egg salad, so let's wrap this bitch up. Thank you for listening to this episode of Married Movies. We encourage you, as always, go to ArcadeAudio.net for this podcast and the others in our network of shows. Rate, review, and subscribe if you get your podcast. Patreon.com slash Audio for bonus content. Facebook.com slash MarriedMovies at MarriedWMovies on Twitter. MarriedMovies at gmail.com. Let's know what you think of the show. For me, at your host, Malt38 on Instagram. For you, at Jam with your Sam. ArcadeAudio.net slash Podbloggle for my retro wrestling diary. This week, it is In Your House Buried Alive, where uh, the winner... I thought you were going to say In Your House Bury Wyndham. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, in your house, Barry. Uh, he, actually, he's it de- works. no. He, he's debuting for the company, not on that show, but like the same month. He oh, just wow, is in funny. the company uh, way past his prime. Um, yeah, it's a that's a good show. And the Undertaker buries McFoley alive, and then gets buried himself alive. Spoiler alert: happened twenty five years ago. Fuck you. Uh, in nineteen ninety six. In case I didn't point that out. Still. Still nineteen ninety six. Anything else, Samantha? No, no. Can't wait for Sing 3 to come out, like, next year. Nah, animation doesn't work that quick, thankfully. No, they will. Nope. Absolutely. We need other advances in technology, not quicker animation, please. They're going to do South Park style. One week turnaround. Fair mullet. This is mullet. Signing out for this week's episode of Married with Movies. We'll catch you next time on our couch. Slash the movies. Here's Bono. So you can turn this off. <laughs>
thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at ArcadeAudio.net.